Welcome to the Spartan Marketing Spotlight, where we share the career journeys of MSU marketing alumni. My name is Katie Sadler, and today with us, we have Kaylin Nix, who is the founder and CEO of Jaded CBD. Kaylin graduated in 2013 with a marketing major from the Eli Broad College of Business. Kaylin, welcome to the podcast. Can you start just by telling us a little bit about your career path and what has led you to start your own company? I graduated from Michigan State back in 2013, studied marketing. And the career path has been ever evolving. I had a few internships during college where I worked at GE, then decided I wanted to get into consumer goods and brand management. Started working uh, down in Miami with Procter & Gamble. And then after I graduated, I started working with them full-time in New York City. And fast forward eight years later, I wrapped up my tenure with ENG after working across a variety of different sales roles, across different channels and categories and brands, which has eventually led me to start up my own company, Jaded CBD, which I am super, super excited about. Awesome. Kaylin, what really prompted you to start this new company? I love getting that question. I'm super passionate about this area. As I looked back, you know, during college and afterwards, I was extremely stressed out all the time. I obviously, people have a lot going on. I, at the time, was living in New York and had a very demanding job, but at the same time had a variety of side hustles and side businesses. And so I started seeing the effects of chronic stress. My digestion was acting up. My skin was acting up. I was always really tired. I'd been looking for something for a while to help me deal with this natural stress, but something that wasn't just another heavy stimulant or prescription or drug that I would need to depend on, right? Without these heavy side effects. Over the years, I've been looking for some sort of natural stress relief or something to help me with sleep. Somebody had mentioned CBD, which stands for uh, cannabidiol. And for those that aren't familiar, CBD is part of the cannabis plant. And when I first was recommended to try it out, I was super hesitant. I didn't really know anything about cannabis. I thought I was gonna, going to get high. I thought it was just going to make me sit on the couch all day and not do anything. And, you know, I was jaded, which, as you had mentioned, is the name of our company. I ended up trying CBD. I loved it. I loved how it made me feel. I was able to feel better. The tension and the weight of the world just was lifted off of my shoulders. And I didn't feel any of the like psychotropic high effects that I had believed that I would. When I went to go buy CBD on my own, I couldn't find anything. The, the marketplace, while there's a lot of options, it's very confusing. The consistency and the ingredients that are included in a lot of the products are really poor and actually bad for you. So as I started asking around and seeing if other people would be looking for some sort of stress relief product, it turns out there's a big need for it. And so I decided to take a lot of my background in consumer goods and brand management and actually create a product that I would use for myself and for others. Today, we're a for women by women company, where we are creating these really high quality, effective products that are all natural and plant-based to help people deal with, with the everyday stresses of life. Kaylin, that is amazing. And I just love to hear when entrepreneurs start companies that they have such a passion around. And it sounds like this is one that has really impacted your life in so many ways. So I can see how you're going to use your experience with CBD in order to improve the lives of a lot of other people. Can you tell us what a typical day as a CEO of a startup looks like? Every day is different. It is exciting and riveting because I am learning something new every single day. Today, for example, I spent the majority of the day working on Google ads and Google analytics and diving into performance marketing. Yesterday, I was working on accounting and some like legal work that we need to iron out. Tomorrow, I'll be working on website design. Every day is different. And so that's the beauty of when you're running your own company is that you get to touch and have visibility to so many different functions of a business. 
that I'm really grateful for. I think it takes a lot of courage to leave a corporate job and to start a business and really just to take life by the reins. Can you tell us what was the hardest part about starting this business or what was the most courageous step you had to take in order to really get this running? As I take a step back, there's a couple of big things. I mean, one, when you are running your own company, it can be extremely overwhelming, right? And I am fortunate enough where, you know, I've had some really good mentors along the way and good business partners, but it can be really scary to create something from scratch that you'll eventually depend on financially. And I think the other part of kind of being the main owner and operator of everything and not having just somebody to report into or somebody to tell you what to do, it's a very different perspective on your career and kind of who you are defining yourself as. I think the other big kind of leap of faith that I've taken recently is the financial ones. You know, since I've graduated college, you know, I've had a very comfortable, stable job and financial income, right, with benefits. And when you leave that, when you're running your own startup, all of that goes away. I think there's pros and cons to everything, but I am grateful that I'm in a position where I'm able to make that leap and fully invest my time into something that I'm extremely passionate about. I I know a lot of students are um, looking at different ways to start their own companies and they're trying to make a decision on, is that the right path for them? Or do they want to do something a little bit more corporate? So can you tell us really the key differences between those? I know that there are many. What would you say are the big differences between taking a more entrepreneurial route versus a corporate job? Going to be pros and cons to both. As I look back to one of the things I wish I would have known when I was at MSU was the fact that I didn't have to have it all figured out. When I was in college and I was taking classes and you're choosing a major and you're trying to figure out where to intern or where to work afterwards, it can be extremely overwhelming. I thought at the time that I needed to have my whole life mapped out and I needed to know exactly what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. But now looking back, like, did I ever think I was going to create and launch my own wellness brand around cannabis? Like not in a million years. I think the difference is not like, do you belong in corporate or do you belong in a startup world? Because it can absolutely be both, right? They both offer such tremendous, valuable things. To me, it's more what excites you the most at this current time of your life in this current phase of your life, and then continuing to say yes to opportunities as they arise, right? When I was in college, I knew I was really interested in marketing. I liked connecting with people. I liked being able to solve people's problems. And so that led me to work in brand management, which kind of led me to work into the wellness space. It's not like I had mapped this all out and just kind of acted according to plan. It was more, hey, I'm going to do what currently excites me. And if I just keep doing that throughout my life, as I look back, ideally, I'll be able to say that I've had a really happy, sustainable career. I think the the concern that you voiced about needing to have the plan when you were in college is very real for a lot of students, wanting to have everything mapped when you get to MSU at 18, you feel like you need to have an answer for what's your major and you need to have an answer for what job do you want and what internship do you want. And there's a lot of ambiguity in that whole process that I think creates a lot of anxiety for students. The advice of just do what's right for you when it's right for you and then change paths if you need to, I think is really good advice for our students to take. Kaylin, can you tell us a little bit about your career path when you were at PNG and just some of the corporate jobs that you held and maybe one of the highlights that you had in one of those roles? Because I'm guessing your career highlight so far is being the founder and CEO of your new company. So can you tell us maybe a little bit more about corporate life? P&G Procter & Gamble is a phenomenal company. There's a variety of reasons why I enjoyed and started working with them. But a couple of the things that made a difference for me was one, 
P&G heavily invests in their people. They value their, their people and they invest in them, which I really appreciate it. And the other thing too, is as a result, I was able to have access to a broad spectrum of different trainings and resources and the ability to learn. You learn so much when you're in college and there's so many different experiences and people that you're meeting, but it was really important for me as I was starting this new chapter of owning my career and being done with school that I was still soaking up as much information in my 20s as humanly possible. I was able to get that at PNG, starting with my role in New York City, where I was working in PNG's prestige division. So prestige beauty, so sales coded, but essentially I was responsible for our core fragrances and beauty brands and categories within our most luxury retail channel. I was owning the businesses and selling to high-end department stores like the Saks Fifth Avenues of the world, Bloomingdale's, Bergdorf Goodman, et cetera. And so what that would require is me selling to these beauty buyers, aligning on you know, what products or SKUs they would carry in their stores, what you know, pricing strategies would look like, how we would support new items or innovation, different marketing campaigns and elements. You're really, what I've appreciated is that within PNG, I've been able to have experiences like a total business owner. So it's not just one job of selling in a product, you're owning it kind of end to end from the idea to the execution. Started in uh, Prestige, selling to within called the luxury retail environment, where you know brands included Dolce Gabbana, Gucci, et cetera. And then after and I was, you know, I was living in New York City in Midtown, like the office was like, I think on like the 56th floor. And then my next role, I moved to Boston and I was working on our CVS account. And I went from essentially like selling like $500 eye creams to selling $5 shampoo at a you know drugstore at CVS. So as you can imagine, it's completely different going from selling into the, call it the 1% to selling to the masses. And what's funny about that is that business in New York was call it maybe 20% of the size of my business when I was in Boston. So selling to the masses, obviously, I was able to get a lot of experience learning how to market to the everyday consumer at a much higher scaled rate, higher velocity, but was selling hair care. And then I went and sold different personal care items and body care. And I've just, skincare, there's, I probably have you know, managed five to seven different categories over the years. All in all, great experience, very holistic, highly recommend P&G as a company. When you switch from such a like luxury market to a more mass market, what are the, some of the different things that you have to consider as a marketer in order to be most effective in your role? The first and foremost thing I'd always recommend is making sure you understand what exactly you're solving for. So regardless of the market, it is what is the pain point or problem that you are solving for? That is always the first question I ask. Demographics that people come later, it's what is that problem that you're solving? And that is how you focus all of your marketing efforts around that. Once you get into the more like psychographic layers, you ask yourself also, okay, how do these people like to be talked to? How do I reach them? What platforms are they using? What channels are they? How are they consuming information? And then the next step is, okay, are there certain taglines or phrases or words that I can use that'll better resonate with them? So like one of the examples I have always used is when you talk to the luxury market and you're offering them something, let's say a free bag or whatever, you say a complimentary bag. When you are catering to the mass market, you call it a free bag, complimentary versus free. Very like simple comparison, but an easy way to kind of illustrate the differences of how you target both of those markets. 
It's amazing that you had such diverse experiences at PNG in your first few years out of college. I think that's really unique that you were able to do that. And you also interned with PNG, correct? I did. Yep. I interned down in Miami, also in our prestige division, but it was in travel retail. And so I was only person in the Miami office that was not bilingual. Selling into uh, essentially like high-end airports into like, for example, duty-free shops. And so that was also another amazing experience where I was able to learn the go-to-market approach for travelers, right? And for airports and that whole dynamic international market. Kaylin, what kind of advice would you give students who are balancing maybe different internship offers and when they're trying to decide what is the right one for them, maybe based on how you decided to go to PNG for your internship? I think it depends, again, what are you interested in? What are the experiences that you're looking to get and or what are the skill sets that you're wanting to develop? Starting with, hey, you know, I might be good at X, Y, or Z. I want to develop those further. What kind of companies can provide me with that? Could be one. Or, hey, I know that I really want to eventually become, you know, an owner of my own business. What are the experiences I need to get to figure out if that's truly the right path for me or to help me get there? So I would say like, all in all, it's just asking yourself those questions to help you narrow down what, what the best next step looks like. Kaylin, as I look at your career path, you have such an interesting career path after school, but even in school, you got a degree from Michigan State and you also studied abroad in Rome. Can you tell us a little bit about what your study abroad taught you and if you would recommend that experience to current students? Highly recommend the study abroad experience. I also can recognize that it's been some tumultuous times recently and not everyone has had the opportunity to do that. However, the opportunity arises. I am a very strong proponent of the study abroad experience. I would say that, you know, as I look back at MSU and just the different opportunities, one of the things I loved the most about study abroad was the access and visibility to understand people of different cultures. So when I studied in Rome in Italy, I was able to travel to a lot of the neighboring countries throughout Europe, and I was able to just gain a much broader perspective of how different cultures operated and also just meeting the different students that were in that study abroad program. I went in not knowing a single person, and I am very thankful for that because it allowed me a lot of new opportunities and meeting new people and experiencing different cultures as a eight years out from graduating. I am very thankful for because I know how to better connect with and resonate with people. I think that's one of the jumps that a lot of students are hesitant to take, to like take on an experience all of their own with no safety net. I've also had a chance to do that a little bit in my career. And it's always interesting when you're forced into a scenario where you don't know people or it's a whole new culture or a whole new space and you just have to learn a lot about how to adapt. And you also learn a lot about yourself in the process and just like what makes you tick and how do you best connect with people exactly as you said. Completely agree with, with your thoughts there. Kaylin, maybe just one last question for you. Is there any advice you wish that you had when you were a student? I've mentioned the one about just not worrying about having it all figured out. As I look at, you know, career opportunities and things either as internships during school or afterwards, one of the things that I wish I would have known then that I do now is once you are going through these working experiences, focusing on results over action. As I was in school and I was either applying for internships or jobs or even as I was graduating and looking to work for a company full time, as I was going through and updating my resume, what I wish I would have known was to focus more on the results 
versus the actions that you took maybe during that, that time. So an example is I've graduated and I'm now hiring people of my own or back when I was at Procter & Gamble and I was actively recruiting on college campuses for PNG. One of the things that I would see time and time again when I was interviewing students or reading resumes is that they would list out a lot of the actions that they took. But what wasn't clear was the results that they really left or the, the impact that they had during their time at that company. And so one of the things that I, I wish I would have known or advice that I can give is focusing on your results while you're working or as you're updating your resume. A lot of times you can do that by quantifying. And so one of the, the tips that I have is for every single line item or bullet in your resume, including at least one number so that it's very easy and tangible and visible for a recruiter or for somebody that's looking to hire you to see the level of impact that you've had. Kaylin, thank you so much for being with us today on the Marketing Spotlight. We really appreciate connecting with you. For any students interested in Kaylin's career, can connect with her through LinkedIn. Um, And also, Kaylin, I think you're hiring. Is that correct? Yes, we are actively hiring and looking for freelancers. So if there's anybody out there that is interested in the wellness space or working with small businesses, please reach out to me, as Katie said, on LinkedIn. Have a wonderful day.